0: Holy chatter. So now we're talking about speaking Lashon Hara or reporting something about a child's traits, okay? So let's say the child is a troublemaker, the child is disruptive, the child is difficult. What is the halacha? What are you allowed to do? So it says like this, that even though most people wouldn't judge a child harshly because it's a matter of immaturity and they understand that because the child you're still prohibited from speaking to the about him, right? And you have to take caution that it's beneficial for the child and not detrimental. Okay, if you're just going to go and speak to the principal or speak to your ex or speak to whomever, okay, about the child being so, so difficult, you have to make sure that it's actually this conversation is going to be beneficial for the child to help the child and not to be detrimental for the kid okay, because it can still damage the child's reputation, right, if you go and tell the school this and that and this and that about your kid, then they will see him from a certain lens, right, unless they're incredible, they will look at him from a certain lens, not a great lens, and he ends here, and he says, children mature and change, in a new school year, he should have a new chance to prove himself, right? They do change and do mature. If you're going with the attention of venting, that's one thing. If you're going with the intention of helping him, that's a whole other thing. So you have to know who to vent to and you have to know who to speak to. And when you speak to the people that can actually make a difference, weigh your words because you might want to vent, but maybe vent to a friend or vent to, I don't know, the wall, but don't vent to the principal or don't vent to someone that it can ruin his reputation or his siblings, right? Don't vent to the siblings. It's very, very important that as a parent, you don't go and tell, you know, you're so frustrated with one kid and you go talk to the other kid about that kid. You know, that's a really, really bad idea because then it creates bad blood between the siblings without even realizing. Is that me? Can you hold your tongue when you're with someone you want to impress? Most people can, yet sometimes we tell ourselves that we can't keep our cool. We're tired, irritated, ill, under a lot of pressure, or in a rush, and whatever is on our mind pops out of our mouths. Nevertheless, Igar Saramban instructs us to speak gently to all people at all times, which is not easy, right? It's not easy. This is setting the bar really, really high, but that's the truth, especially now during the three weeks the realization that we actually can control ourselves when we must, when we're at work, when we're dealing with a customer, when we're speaking to a parent or an in-law or a Rebbe, right? proves that self-control is possible with the right motivation. I remember I had a friend that told me that she brought in um, a girl to live with her and her family. She was married. She had a bunch of kids. She said, because when I had a boarder live with me, I was a lot better with my kids because she was around. It was embarrassing. I couldn't yell at my kids. I couldn't lose my cool. I couldn't be upset. So I had a border live with me. And then I knew that I, I was always working at my Mito's. I wasn't going to like go crazy in front of my border because it's embarrassing. So that was her way of helping herself work on her Mito's. And it's brilliant. Listen, whatever works. One woman offers this idea for rallying the the necessary motivation. When we're in our homes, we imagine that no one hears us besides our family. We know, of course, that Hashem hears us. But that's a difficult concept to keep in mind at all times. At one point, I realized that the tone of speech in my house was was not something I was proud of, so I turned on a recorder and left it in the kitchen where most of the family action was, knowing that what I was saying was being recorded right here in this world did the trick. I didn't want to be horrified about what I would hear when I listened to it. Whatever works. You have to put in a recorder. You have to bring in a porter. You have to do something that is outlandish. Whatever works because after a while you get used to not raising your voice, not yelling, not gossiping. You get used to it. It's just a matter of curbing our habits. The quote of the day is, Rav Shimon Bar Yochai said, Had I been at Mount Sinai, I would have requested two mouths, one for Torah and the other for everything else. But I reconsidered, if we cannot stop speaking Lashon Har with only one mouth, certainly not with two. right? If we had two mouths, we probably wouldn't be able to stop speaking Lashon Har with two, for sure. Because with one, it's hard as it is. Use a recorder. It says here, building within. Use a recorder just one time and see how it affects your interactions. Then listen to the recording to get an objective sense of how you speak within your own four walls. Have a good night.